Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're listening for the very first time, and hello, of course, if you're a regular listener, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, as well as my Blog Talk Radio community, and those who may be joining me in the chat room later. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And, of course, I want to let you know that today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, tonight, it's all about the attic and the basement. And I had an opportunity to interview Brenda Figueroa, of a tranquil solution and she's going to provide us with techniques and strategies to tackle the clutter in the basement as well as the attic and of course in the next half hour i'm going to be piggybacking off of what brenda um, provided in regards to solutions and taylor's tip time i'm going to have my product of the week my app suggestion of the week as well as my repurposed suggestion of the week and i'm excited because Next Wednesday, August 12th, I will be speaking on the topic of getting organized for the school year. So I'm going to share that information with you as well. But for those of you who follow me via Facebook, as well as those who will be joining me in the chat room, I posted a question on Facebook. And the question was, how many times have you moved with some of the boxes, the unopened boxes, in your basement or attic? Because it's part of the club. You probably keep moving it from one basement, from one home, from one attic to another. And I'm just curious, like, how many of the boxes can you look at? And like, wow, I've moved with this two times. I've moved with this five times. So you can just post that either on my Facebook page or when you join me in the chat room, just post that number because I am curious to see how many times. But, of course, tonight our topic is about the attic and the basement. And I did some internet Googling search, and I found some interesting things that people have actually found in their attics. These are incredible things people have found in the attic. One of the things they found, which is considered the holy grail of comic books, is a Superman comic book which is valued at $175,000. 
Another thing was an unsigned Vincent Van Gogh painting, which people thought was a fake after examining it. But what they really didn't realize after they did a little bit more research and digging is a lot of his earlier paintings he felt just weren't um, good or perfect, so he didn't sign them. So it actually was an original Van Gogh, but they thought it was fake. Some people, someone found $45,000 in cash in their attic. Someone found a Stradivarius violin in their attic. And someone actually found something very dangerous, which was grenades. And then someone found something very valuable and precious, which was some lost audio tapes of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, of course, a lot of you got stuff in your attics and your basement, and you probably won't find any of these things, but you never know. You just never know what the value of the stuff that you have in your basement and your attic is actually worth until you start clearing and conquering that clutter. I want to bring on Brenda Figueroa, who is the founder and sole proprietor of a tranquil solution. And um, I had a great opportunity to talk with her. So um, just sit back, get your pens, get your papers, and stick your notes. And then afterwards, you know, make sure you get her contact information because she provided some great tips and techniques. So listen in. Just having a moment here where uh, let me bring her on. Some little technical difficulties, but you know how it is with Janet. She always has some issues, but she always brings you on good stuff. Brenda Figueroa, she is the founder and sole proprietor of Tranquil Solutions. And their mission is to alleviate stressful situations for clients who have had their workplace and lives taken over by clutter. Brenda holds an MBA in business administration and has been in the administrative field for more than 24 years. And as I said tonight, she is going to give us techniques and strategies and tips on how to tackle the attic and the basement because even though we're in the midst of a heat wave and everybody's at the pool and outside and in the air trying to stay cool, at some point we're going to have to go indoors and we're going to have to look at those spaces. So welcome, Brenda. How are you? I'm doing great. I am doing great. I am excited to have you here because, you know, as an organizer, you know, sometimes you get the call and then you look in the room and you're thinking, wow, okay. So you've got to tackle the basement and the attic. So my question is, the first thing is, how do people decide to tackle that basement and the attic? Because it can be, those are two spaces that can be a little overwhelmed, they're neglected, and people usually just throw stuff in there and close the door. Yeah, so one thing that I initially recommend is definitely have help. So have someone to assist you because doing this on your own is too overwhelming. Um, so you need to... Um, decide on, on one or the other, either the, the, the basement or the attic first, um, but one main concern is getting, 
the items that are maybe the oldest out from the back or things like that because you want to see what it is that you can get rid of that may no longer need to be stored in the attic or in the basement. Hmm. And, you know, that's a good idea because that's usually the easiest. That's when you see the stuff mm-hmm. that's torn, ripped, um, just needs to All be right. discarded. So that that's a good idea. And, actually, I recently did... Um, a basement, and in the basement was a buggy, I guess they call them carriages back then, the big wheels. Oh. The, the, yeah, <laughs> and it was still in good condition. I'm like, wow. But the person who was in the carriage at that time is actually a grandmother now. So it's like, okay, it's time see, for that you. that could be an antique piece that they could do something with. It doesn't need to be stored in the basement most likely yeah. any longer. <laughs> I know, I know. So we're going to clean it up, and then we're going to see, you know, if somebody would want to um, purchase it. But a concern right. with both the attic and the basement is moisture. So what type of, what should we be thinking about when storing things in those areas because there's a possibility of moisture, heat, et cetera, especially sometimes in the attic it can get a little warm. Right. The most important thing um, is ventilation. So um, a dehumidifier, either in the basement or in the attic, will help reduce humidity levels. Um, even having the, the proper updated insulation. So a lot of times um, for attic purposes, uh, the, the walls or the roof is not properly insulated. And that's something that can be, it may be a little bit of a costly fix, but it can be an easy fix for future purposes. Um, even having the correct roof or foundation, um, you know, alleviate problems that are, such as um, gutter problems or plumbing leaks and things like that in order to, to try to um, alleviate that moisture that will get into those areas. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a good idea because, like you said, because I know the one area that I did work on, it was a lot of moisture. So, unfortunately, things that were stored in paper boxes had to be discarded. Right. So. And, right. Um, yeah. So that's that's a great that is a great idea. So what are the best items to really store in either the attic or the basement? Because I think sometimes people feel there's a storage area, and like you said, they can just put anything in there. But as you stated, you have to think about the moisture and things. So what are some of the things that we could just put in there and really not have to worry about them being damaged or destroyed? Yeah, so, so, I mean, it, uh, it obviously depends on the, the size of your, your attic or your basement, but mm-hmm. I recommend, like, outdoor equipment on wheels or that has a footing or feet, bikes, sporting equipment, um, even, like, plastic toys or plastic items, and a, a lot of times, you know, items. Um, what I would avoid storing in these spaces are um, clothing, some furniture that can mildew, um, certain luggage. I know nowadays, I know I still have old luggage, so my luggage is, is cloth, um, but I do have a plastic luggage, so that is okay. But the cloth luggage, if that gets, you know, wet or musty or moldy, that has to get thrown out. Um, books, magazines, papers, electronics should be avoided, especially if you do have moisture problems, because then that it's all going to get destroyed. Um, even photos or, or like, you know, stuffed animals that you put away for, you know, your grown children, if, if you put them, you know, in these storage areas, they, they may get mildew and moldy um, if you do have the, the moisture issue. Wow. 
And you know what, Brenda, as you were saying, you were you were naming every single item I think I had cleaned out of a basement. They had the stuffed animals. <laughs> they had the cloth luggage. Um, they had photos. They had books. And they even had a, uh, I guess it was a small um, game table, but it had that felt on the top of it, so it was it was damaged. So wow, yeah, you were naming them right off. So so listeners, listen to to what Brenda said of all the things that you really should not store because, like you said, it it gets damaged, it gets mold, it gets mildew, and then you have you can't use it, and then you have to throw it away. Um, so what type of even? Oh. I'm sorry, just going back to that. Even with like seasonal items, like for example, I have like storage under my stairs in my basement, and okay. we had our our artificial Christmas tree in a box under the stairs. And a few years back, we had flooding issues in our area, and unknowingly, the water got under those stairs. So when we took our Christmas tree out. I, was, I noticed a funky smell. We put the Christmas tree up, we decorated it, and I realized after that the tree was moldy. So we oh. had our little moldy tree up for Christmas <laughs> and then threw it out right after. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. So unknowingly. So it's, it's, it's some of those things that you need to be, be aware of. It was in a, a cardboard box under the stairs, and I didn't realize that the water seeped in that far. Yeah, and and then also what you said about electronics too. We don't think about it. We just think that it's going to be safe. But if there's any type right. of moisture, then that just messes up the whole, you know, inner workings of it. So Brenda, exactly. so we talked about what we don't need to store down there. So when we do store things down there, what are the type of containers that really are probably the best? Of course, we know the cardboard is out because <laughs> right. it can get damaged. Right. But are there any, you know, types that we really should be looking at as we're storing things in our attic and basement? Yeah, plastic tubs with covers. You can usually buy them Walmart, Target, or any other local little, um, you know, department store like that. Plastic tubs with covers. Um, I know we, we have like, the container store in the area, which I, I'm absolutely in love with. They have any kind of tub container size, color that you can name, um, but the plastic tubs will be resistant to water, to moisture, um, and again, you want to definitely avoid the cardboard boxes, not only for the moisture, but for bugs or things like that. Um, and a- another thing that I try to recommend to some of my clients is try to avoid direct storage on the floor. Um, I did have a client who was storing, she, she had cardboard boxes that she was storing in her basement. So what we did is we actually put logs on the floor and set the boxes on the logs so that the boxes weren't directly on the floor just in case there was water on the floor. So just different, you know, plastic beams or logs or uh, wood pallets or even plastic pallets. Like, for example, we have um, a restaurant depot in my area and they have um, buns, bread buns in these, pallets, these plastic pallets. So I actually use those for my personal storage areas. I have the pallets in there and they're plastic so they don't get, if they get wet, then they get wet. So, oh, yeah. That's a good so plastic that's tubs. Yeah. And, and even so, like we even have like a, a lumber yard not too far from um, my office and a lot of times they have free wood and they'll put wooden pallets out there and that's something that I'll grab every once in a while from my clients. Um, even though it's wood, but still it'll keep your items off of your floor. Mm-hmm. 
Those are some great solutions. Yeah, and adding shelving, depending on the room that you have, the space that you have is, is, Mm -hmm. to me, I think is top-notch. If you can add some sort of shelving to lift those items up, um, label those plastic tubs, um, and even using, like, you know, um, use the wall, use, you know, tool hooks and things like that to try to, you know, keep things up off the floor would be best. And, and those are some great solutions, Brenda, because as you're talking, I'm thinking even, you know, in the winter months here, when it may not be raining as much, but when we get the snow and then sometimes snow starts melting and then there's flooding issues a lot of times in the basement, but also because of, you know, this city, unfortunately, now we have experienced a lot of water main breaks. And... So, I mean, and the water's just like gushing and gushing and gushing. So having the shelving, having the containers, and, and like you said, having it elevated off of the floor would definitely be a, a solution since a, a lot of people, you know, they really utilize those basements and those um, areas like that. So once somebody, you know, they go and they really, you know, begin to pull out the old stuff and they begin to really organize using some of the suggestions of the containers and the shelving and elevating things off of the floors like you suggested, how can they maintain it? Because, you know, we, sometimes we get into those old habits. Okay, it looks nice today. We've got it together. But then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, okay, I don't feel like doing it. I'll just throw it in the basement. I'll stick it in the attic. So how can people just really discipline themselves that once this system is set in place, you know, they, they hire, you know, someone like yourself um, to just maintain that order. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you definitely have to, to the process in order to, you know, get the hang of it and, and you know, get into the routine of keeping these items, you know, stored properly and safely. And one thing, again, it always goes back depending on the, the size and the room that you have, if you, you know, switch out your, your seasonal clothing or things like that, it, you have to, you know, you, it gives you the opportunity every, you know, season to go in and kind of reorganize and reorder. Um, mm-hmm. And, again, you have to look back and see, go in, you know, to that storage area, and if there's something in there that you were, you know, saving to use or whatever, if you haven't used it, you, you're not sure you might use it, but you're not sure it should come out of there. Okay. And that will open up space for any new things that you need to put down there. But if you kind of schedule yourself at least quarterly to go down there and kind of maintain those items, and again, on those plastic tubs, use labeling. Um, you know, it can be, you don't have to have a, a label maker. It could be just a, a, a post-it note with a, with a Sharpie or something like that, you know, so that you can identify things easily. Um, mm-hmm. And again, walk, the, the, the tool hooks, I think, is, is are, are huge. Tool hooks are, are huge because you can put an inordinate amount of, of baskets or different things like that on there mm-hmm. that you can, you know, through and things like that. So, but you have to give yourself a little schedule, at least at least quarterly, to to go down there and take a take a look. Oh, that's a good that's a good suggestion. And just one last question, Brenda. And you suggested mm-hmm. that we avoid putting clothing down there, and I know a lot of people do. Um, is there another area you would suggest, or if that's the only place people have clothing, how would you suggest that they store it in the basement? 
Yeah, so if, because I, I definitely do that. I, I do store seasonal clothing in my basement, and I use the plastic containers with, with okay. covers. Um, oh, okay. And I do have them labeled, um, you know, from, for myself and, you know, for my kids. Um, and I switch those out every year, um, or excuse me, every season. And, um, but they're in plastic containers with lids so that it's, the moisture is, is sealed, you know, is sealed out. Um, so otherwise, I mean, they shouldn't, you know, just hopefully, you know, they don't use a cardboard box with clothing because that is a, a, a double no-no for the okay. cardboard <laughs> and then the clothing because that okay. cardboard gets wet, that clothing gets wet. Um, but yeah, and then again, going back to the dehumidifier, that's something that can reduce the level of humidity upstairs or downstairs and then help, you know, maintain that, um, if you do have clothing stored down there, it'll, it'll at least give a, a little bit of, of life on, on those clothes if, if you are, are not able to store them properly initially. Okay. Oh, that's a, that's a great idea because a lot of times when I go in the basement, they have them just hanging um, mm-hmm. throughout the basement, and they're not covered, and they're exposed, and then you've got the wools and the, and the silks and, and the coats, et cetera, so... Your suggestion is great about putting them in the containers. That way they're contained. They won't, you know, get any damage, and then they won't also have that smell. So thank you so much, Brenda. Well, Brenda, you have given us so many wonderful solutions to go in there when it gets a little cooler (laughs) to tackle those basements and those attics. So I want you to give the listeners your information, um, how they can reach you, um, your website, et cetera. Okay, sure. So my website is um, atranquilsolution.com, and um, I'll actually give my email address as well. It's brenda.figueroa at atranquilsolution.com, and um, I will actually also give my phone number, 401 213-9607, and I actually cater to the New England area. Um, but you can go on my website and look around. Um, I do have, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, all that. You can just look up A Tranquil Solution, and I'll pop right up. And also, listeners, when you go to the show page and you click on A Tranquil Solution, it'll take you directly to Brenda's website. So, Brenda, I thank you so much for your time and your techniques, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, and I very appreciate you having me on. I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that was a great interview with Brenda Figueroa, and like she said, and I wrote down some of the things she said, the oldest, go to the oldest and get it out first. You want to definitely not put items that will be affected by mold and mildew in the basement. And you also want to elevate items as well. So those are some great tips from Brenda. And, of course, I just want you to know before I move in, because I have some additional tips on just how to really tackle that clutter. But of course, I want you to know that our sponsor is audible.com and you can get a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. You just have to go to audible 
bookfile.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180 audiobooks. Then you can download a free audiobook and you can start listening. It's that easy. You go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection this week is Tidying Up. Isn't that, you know, kind of perfect for our topic tonight? Tidying Up. The life-changing magic behind organizing, decluttering, and cleaning. And basically, it tells you how to find the motivation you need, how to deal with clothing when you're trying to declutter up, how to manage everything from paperwork, books, magazines, and ways to declutter and rid yourself from stuff and the stress that goes along with it. And also the kitchen and more. And this book is written by Ashley Andrews, and again, it is tidying up the life-changing magic behind organizing, decluttering, as well as cleaning, because I know a lot of you out there are now getting ready for that back-to-school um, time, so this is a great time to really just begin to go through the house, you, your spouse, your children, everybody, and just really begin. And again, you can get a free copy of this audio book by just going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, I now want to share with you some tips that I provided on my blog on my website, which is com. for those of you who don't know, and it was called Love Your Space. And there are about seven things I just want to share with you in regards to really just clearing out the clutter. And, Jesus, I'm tired. It's too overwhelming. I don't know how to do it. I will never be organized. So let's just stop all those excuses. You know, I've heard them all. So I'll take a deep breath. And it's basically just doing a little bit at a time. Keep telling yourself you can do this. Um, and it could be something as small. Like Brenda said, just tossing out the old stuff. It could be tossing out the old stuff, getting rid of the stuff you can't fit, you no longer want, that's broken, that's just been used to the point where you can't use it anymore. But I would say, you know, it could be something to toss in the junk mail. Scheduling an hour a week on focusing, tackling, the space and eliminate clutter. Because just think, if you focus an hour a week, that's 52 weeks in a year. That's 52 hours you could have spent on getting rid of stuff in your house. So the first thing is just to stop the excuses. The second thing is we need to put a spending freeze on myself. You know how to have the government freezes and this kind of money freeze and budget freeze. Put a spending freeze on yourself until you tackle that area. You really shouldn't be bringing anything in the house unless it's a, a a a grocery item, and that's it. So, yes, I'm telling you to stop purchasing items until you eliminate the clutter because you want to get those closets in order until you before you buy another article of clothing because you may, as you're organizing, find the package of, 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 of socks or the um, shirt that, that still has a tag that you can still wear instead of going out and buying something else. So, and another thing is, and this is for the men out there who are listening, or, you know, you women can tell the men, is don't find other gadgets until you get your workspace and your work area organized because you may have the mallets, the hammer, the screwdriver, the, the nuts, the bolts that you need. 
So that's number two, put a spending freeze on yourself. The next one is get some type of support. Now, you can hire a coach, you can hire a friend, you can hire an organizer, but get someone in your corner that will help you because a lot of times over the years when I work with clients, sometimes it gets a little emotional working through your own stuff. And it even gets emotional for me. You know, recently, July 25th was the 14th anniversary of the passing of my mother. And I felt, okay, it's time for me to go through some of her stuff again. And, you know, it got emotional. It got emotional touching her high school diploma, which I still have. I haven't gotten rid of that. You know, one of the things that I actually have a box of things that I'm going to discard is her address book. Now, for some reason, it's a little emotional for me to get rid of that address book, even though I have not used it in 14 years. Because most of those, I don't know about you, wherever you are in the world, here in the United States, it used to be the two letters, then the number. So that's how old it is. We got the, the, the GL and the GR, and not all numbers. So it's been, 14, it's been over 14 years since I have used, touched, looked at that phone book. But for some reason, it's hard for me to let it go. So at least I've made progress. I actually have it in a box that is supposed to be going out. So what I may have to do, and which is I'm telling you the support part, I may have to actually give it to a friend and have them discard it. Because for some reason, I can't see my But if a friend came and took it and, and just tossed it and shredded it, I'll be okay with it. So sometimes it's really good. You know, and a lot of times, sometimes your friends and, and somebody who is not related to this stuff can actually just kind of take you through a series of questions as to why you're holding on to it. Like, okay, why are you holding on to a T-shirt that a guy you used to date in the eighth grade gave to you and you've been happily married for like 30 years? What are you holding on to? So that's what that support piece is about. And, of course, number four give it away. We have lots of things in our homes and our lives that we've not used and we'll never use again that all we have to do is maybe clean it up a little bit. Some of it may even have a silver price tag on it. Give it away. Give it to somebody who could really love and appreciate the item. Throw it out is <laughs> number five. The faded, the old, the T-shirts, the rundown footwear, the broken items, the things that are going to cost you way too much to fix, let let it go. Uh, once while working with a client, I'll never forget that they had discovered a box her child bought from home from college, and we were in the basement. And then this daughter had already married, moved on, had a couple of kids. And she said, Janet, I'm not sure if I can get rid of this. I said, well, does your daughter want it? She said, no, she doesn't need this stuff. I said, that's right, because it's been a few years since she's been out of college. She doesn't need this bathrobe, these slippers. She doesn't definitely doesn't want these stuffed animals um, because they've been used. And I know she's very conscious of things she brings around her own children now. So let's get rid of it. So that's number five. And this is part of just once you stop excuses and once you 
stop spending until you get things organized and you get whatever support you need, whether you need a professional organizer or just a friend until you throw stuff out. And you give away things and you throw away things and you develop a system. Then, once you organize and get things in order, then what you do is you begin to maintain it. And maintaining it is putting things back. Because sometimes things get out of order because we don't put things back. But if you take the book off the shelf, put it back. If you take something out of a drawer, put it back. If you take something out of a closet, put it back. So in the morning when you are frantically looking for something to wear and you're running out of the door, which you shouldn't be, but if you are and you leave things as they are and you come home, take the few minutes to put them back. Don't try to shove things to the side in the chair in the corner on the floor. Put things back. Easier to maintain your home and your life if you take those five minutes to put the hanging stuff up. Then if you wait a week or two weeks later and you've got weeks worth of things to put back. And, of course, in all of this, because the title of the blog was Love Your Space. So in all of this, in loving your space, keeping it together, whether you do things seasonally like your closets, yearly like your receipts and shredding and getting rid of things, or weekly like the junk mail, you definitely want to establish a routine that will help you maintain order in your home as well as your space in your life. So just to recap, stop the excuses number one. Number two is put a spinning freeze on yourself. Number three is get the support you need. Number four, give it away. Number five, throw it out. Number six, put it back. And number seven, keep. I hope you've enjoyed those tips from my Taylor tip time. So I'm going to take a about a 14, 11 second break, drink of some water, and I'm going to come back because I've got my Toss it Tuesday suggestion, my app suggestion, some some product suggestions, and my repurposed suggestion as well. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. Yes, it is the wonderful Bob Lewis of Closet and Storage Concepts. Thank you so much, Bob. Well, course, I want to thank you all for your tweets and your emails and your posts on Facebook. I thank you so much for all of that. And I want to thank you all for following me on social media, especially on Instagram, and of course on this blog talk radio community as well. Thank you so much. So tomorrow is tossed because today is Monday, so tomorrow's tossed Tuesday. So I want you to go into your attics and your basement, and I want you to get rid of the boxes and containers that you no longer need. And we all know what they are. It may be software we bought. It may be a piece of furniture that we put together and we just feel like taking the box out to the trash. It may be a gift that we got and we just got so excited. We just didn't toss the box out. Whatever it is, let's toss it out. And I would love for you to just take a picture of it. Even if you take a picture of it by the trash and these all the boxes are tossed out. But I would like to see it because I'm going to be maybe showing you a box. I'm going to only for those of you who follow me, whether you follow me on Instagram or, or social media, 
I'm going to take a picture of a box that I'm going to be putting out in the recycle. Because I was like, I can't believe I still have this box in my possession. Because even the most organized, yes, we have systems and everything, but there are times when we're thinking, wow, okay, I had this thing nicely organized in a closet, but you're taking up space and it's time for you to go. So, again, your toss the Tuesday tip and assignment is to look in your attic, your basement, or your house, your closet, your crawl space, wherever, and pull a box container to something that you have had forever and you really don't need the box anymore. You're not going to return the item. You're not going to um, need the box to store it because you're using it and you're enjoying it. So I want you to toss it in. Possibly show me a picture. So that is my Toss It Tuesday tip. Now, my app suggestion is uh, My Stuff 2. My Stuff 2. And it helps you easily track all your stuff. Because I know a lot of times when you have collections and you have things, and you really do need to keep track of everything. So this helps you organize your music. It helps you organize your wine list for those of you who may have wine stuff. It helps you even if you wanted to just keep track of your office supplies. So say, for example, you may be walking past or going past an office supply store, and you need to know what's going in ink. And you can really look in this app and realize, yes, I may need to pick up some cartridges, or no, I don't have enough. It's a free version, and it's also a paid version, depending on what your needs are. Again, it's my stuff, too. And it helps you easily track all the stuff that you need to keep track of. So that is my app suggestion. My product suggestion is something simple that Brenda suggested, and it is storage containers. And I particularly like the clear storage containers because you see what's in them. And, of course, labeling. Now, some of you may want the colored label, the colored containers, and that's fine. I like clear. I specifically like clear because I have clear storage containers where I have all of my office supplies. Like I have my office supplies, the general ones like the pens and pencils, and then I have my um, different types of paper and envelopes and another one on the shelf. So those are clear. But then I have other types of containers that have my Christmas decorations and just some things. I have a container from my childhood and a container filled with my mom's stuff that I'm not ready to let go of. And I have those in containers that are colored, and I have labels on them. So whatever type of label, but that is my product suggestion as you tackle the basement, as you tackle your attic, to get some containers because Brenda said paper boxes are not good. So even if you need to store clothes, instead of just hanging them up and they're exposed to, you know, moisture, et cetera, put them in containers. So that's great. And... A repurpose suggestion that I saw, which I thought was fantastic, because this is for all of you out there who are going to tackle those basements and those attics. And then what's going to happen is, like me, you're going to have some leftover containers. Have has the thought ever crossed your mind? That's why I always suggest to people, you purge before you go out and purchase. Just because you see all of the stuff in your attic and your basement does not necessarily mean you need all those containers. Because once you start getting in there and cleaning it out and 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 tossing stuff and donating stuff, you'll realize you may not have as much stuff to organize as you thought you did. 
because statistics shows 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. So when you go in there and you start tagging 80% of that stuff, can talk, you're left with 20%. You may be left with, with containers. You may have had all those containers of things nicely organized, but as you go through them, you realize you don't need them anymore. So someone actually started repurposing storage containers. They started repurposing them, decorating them, making them into um, a toy storage chest, a decorative chest. Somebody actually put some padding on it so it looks almost like some nice little speeding you can put into um, either your bedroom or another room. So go on my Pinterest page and you can see all of that wonderful, those wonderful creative things that people do when we have extra storage bins because I actually have three. I'm really working on emptying a lot more. Um, but, you know, of course, like a lot of you have things. You've got your Christmas decorations and other things you need to keep. So, but if you do, because actually one client I worked with, she must have had at least anywhere from 23rd. Because we would work from, from her second floor to her first floor to her basement. And we were getting rid of so much stuff that she had helped on to. So you can do it too. So I encourage you as well. So those are my app product and repurpose suggestions for this week. And as I mentioned earlier, next week on Wednesday, October the 12th, I will be talking, the topic will be organized for school and simply loving it. I'm excited because I'll be talking to a women of group, uh, a group of women, excuse me, and it's going to be loved. It's the sweetest. That's the name of the location I will be at. And it's in Smyrna, Delaware. So make sure you look um, on my social media for complete details. But it's going to be next Wednesday, August the 12th, organized for school and simply loving it. And love is the sweetest, which is a, a beautiful um, shop in Smyrna, Delaware. That's next Wednesday. So I'm looking forward talking on that topic as well. And of course, um, next week, um, Rowena List of Getting It Together. She's been a wonderful guest before. She's going to be coming back and sharing some back-to-school organizing tips for all of you out there from kindergarten to college because it, you know, I know people now in certain parts of the country, their kids are already in school. They started the day, and in a couple of weeks, college kids will be going, and another set of kids will be going. So I'm looking forward to having her return and give all of you out there who are getting ready for that season to begin to be more organized. And um, my quote for the week is, don't throw in the towel. Use it to wipe off the sweat and keep going. Again, don't throw in the towel. Use it to wipe off the sweat and keep going. Because I know some of you, um, as you look at those attics and as you look at those um, basements, you just want to throw in the towel because it's a little overwhelming. But just doing a little bit at a time. You first decide which area you need to focus on. And depending on the the, the the part of the country you're in and the weather will determine that because right now it is 
beautiful. It, it would be nice and cool in the basement, especially here on the East Coast in the United States. So, of course, working in that basement is the perfect time and, and tackling that and then maybe waiting until the fall because a lot of times the attics here are, since it's been so hot and humid, it's a little bit too hot to be working in that attic unless you've got some proper ventilation, air, and fan, et cetera. So decide on that first. Like she said, decide on the area. And then begin to just focus on, like, what do I want that area to look like? Do I want it just to be for storage? Or am I going to do a complete remodel and make it into a family room? Is it going to be an office? Is it going to be a place for my laundry? What is that area going to look like? And then once you decide on that, it will be so easy to get rid of stuff and, and to decide on what your storage areas need to be and how much you want to keep and, and also looking at your lifestyle too. Because maybe now you're at a place where you're ready to retire so all the toys from the kids can get donated or if they're broken can get tossed or if the kids are babies and then they're getting to a place where you want to have a play area then maybe all of the other things that were part of your life when you and your husband were single, you'll want to let go of. Or maybe you've decided you needed to start a business, so maybe all of the stuff that really is not moving into the direction of the lifestyle that you'll be living over the next few months, the next few years, can get put in storage or even tossed. But I encourage you, do not throw in the towel. Use it to wipe off the sweat and keep going because, trust me, there have been times even in doing what I have to do for my own stuff. You want to like, oh, my goodness, do I have to do this again? You know, when I took in on decorating projects for my own self or even when I just wanted to like, mm, it's time for me to go in there and tackle my stuff. It's time for me to go in there and open up the container that belongs to my mother and just begin to, like, get rid of some more stuff. And then there are times when I go in there, and there's stuff that, like I said, I just can't deal with. I, I can't deal with trying to figure out, do I want to keep all the, the little cards that people wrote, you know, after she passed away? Do Sometimes I can't deal with that, and I just put it away. Um, there are other things that I know that I could probably get rid of. I can't deal with. Now, like I share with you, the phone book is, is in the box. Now, I'm not ready to throw it out, and I make it to a very good friend to say, can you just throw this out for me? I really need you to do this favor. So I hope that encourages someone. Um, if you um, have any questions or if you just want to pop me a number to let me know how many boxes have been in your attic and in your basement you've moved with that you haven't opened in years and decades, um, that would be great. I would love to hear from you. Or if you just have a simple question about um, just getting organized, I would love to hear that as well. So, um, and um, I'm just checking my Facebook page to see if anybody just happened to just kind of um, pop in any of that. So, um, so does anybody have any questions? Okay, well, I want to, again, thank all of you for tuning in to this show. Um, I really appreciate you. Of course, you know, you can always visit me at JanetMTaylor.com and, you know, post a question, um, even a suggestion for a topic. I would love to hear what 
some of the things that you maybe need to get organized in your life, and and I would be um, interested in, in possibly finding a guest that could that could help you and probably thousands of others get that area organized as well. I thank you for joining me in the chat room. I thank you for joining me live. And I just thank you for downloading this show at some point in time. And I truly appreciate you following me and listening to me each and every week here on Blog Talk Radio. So, um, again, thank you for listening to this podcast. And please share it with your family and friends as well as your social media networks. So please, please visit me on the web at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day, but most of all, I want you to have an organized. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.